Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Improv Network podcast. This is a series of conversations aimed at building stronger connections throughout the improv community. I'm James Quesada. And I'm Bob Wick. And we are your education team for the Improv Network. And go to theimprovnetwork.org to check out all sorts of resources. And there's, guys, listen, here's the thing. On the website, <laughs> there's interviews and there's blogs, and you can make yourself a profile for as an individual, a team, um, and a festival, a theater, all this stuff. Uh, there's an Improv FAQ page with these videos, these conversations, as well as mini lectures from me on improv topics. And you can, if you're if you're watching this, it's either on, hopefully, the Improv Network group. Uh, page group page as opposed to the main improv network page because we just figured out <laughs> how to do that that's the that's the preferred yeah. method that we would we would like to have done for the past like eight months but uh between our own technical um buffoonery and uh facebook's uh ever-changing devices and mediums mm -hmm. um we haven't been able to do it but uh our newest board member with the improv network marcus just uh, sat down with me and we troubleshot it together. And um, uh, the answer is, when in doubt, try a new browser. Try it on a different browser. Because oh. what was happening... That's like uh, the 2020 version of uh, turning it off and turning it back on. That's just yes. to get a new browser. Simple, <laughs> yeah. simple enough. Yeah. Get a new computer. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah... Uh, in case anybody's interested, what was happening is that uh, you're supposed to be able to add apps to your Facebook group pages, and um, it, Facebook was just giving me a error page whenever I, I pulled it up, and I um, it just looked like something was wrong on their end, uh, and maybe it is because I, I was using Chrome, and maybe it just doesn't work with Chrome very well. Um, and uh, I went through Safari and um, connected Streamyard to the Facebook group, and uh, in theory, that's where we are right now. You might also be seeing this on the Improv FAQ YouTube channel. Um, so we are on Facebook with the Improv Network and on YouTube as Improv FAQ. Uh, and then you can also find us as a podcast in your ears. Yeah, it's in your ears. <laughs> wherever you listen to podcasts. Bob, <laughs> it feels like I'm living in late summer and you're living in early fall. Do you just have the AC cranked up all the way in here? No, I, I, I run hot, but I always feel cold. I'm one of like I'm one of those people. Like, plus I just like sweaters. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it's nice out. It's there's no excuse for the sweater. It just is. We look nice like we're in two totally different climates right now. Yeah, um, but. Uh, Okay. Any any other updates we should we should make mention of Bob before we introduce our guest? Uh, just be sure to follow us. Uh, you know, if you are watching us on the YouTube, uh, make sure you subscribe. Uh, that's the best way to know to get reminded that we are when we're live, or you know, just it it, it will trick YouTube to showing us your uh, showing us your videos. <laughs> the opposite. The opposite. That's why I 
Gets if you down. want us to see your videos, yeah, we want to see your videos. Page. I feel like we get too much attention. I want to see your videos, folks. Uh, yeah. Subscribe, review, like, do all that stuff, and uh, we appreciate your support. Yeah, we do. And uh, actually, Bob, um, that that reminds me that um, just recently you started social media channels specifically for the podcast, for the Improv Network podcast, right? Yes, yeah, yeah we're, uh, we're on uh, Instagram now, so so friend us, friend us. Uh, and I'm gonna try to make, I wouldn't say exclusive content, because it's basically stuff that we, we're, we're showing that day. And uh, But you get updates and you're gonna know who our guests are and uh, actually get the, we get, I'm gonna try to field out topics, see what people wanna talk about, uh, get your opinions. Yeah, you know, I wanna be more, more interactive with everybody because like I said, the premise of the show is a conversation on the bar and we've been the, the only two at the bar for a very long time. So <laughs> I'm to invite some more friends over, have a drink. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, great. Yeah. With that out of the way, we are very excited to have our guest for this episode. Um, a good friend of ours from the Michigan Metro Detroit improv and comedy scene. Uh, he's an illustrator and an improviser all around uh, great funny dude and co-founder of Ugly Magazine, which launched last year. It is Sean Golden. Hi. Hello. Hey. Bob, James. Hi. How are you? What's up, man? How you doing? Nothing. Thank you for that intro. That's very nice. Well, you earned it. You're very nice. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, you weren't very nice. Going. I would have kept it. I would have been, been like, and uh, here comes... Here comes someone. Here he is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's a human being. They're going to be visible. Yeah. Uh, so, Sean, thanks for joining. And um, you picked out a topic for us for this episode, which is, I think the way you phrased it what, uh, is making ideas happen. And I might have phrased it for the episode as bringing ideas to life. But um, I, either way, can you kind of uh, set up what you had in mind Um what exactly the, the topic you had in mind was? Sure, yeah. Uh, making ideas happen or bringing ideas to life are both perfectly adequate ways to describe uh, what we'll talk about, which is mostly like process stuff, how to take an idea, um, uh, put it in a Google Doc basically, and uh, bring it to fruition. So if we're having a conversation at the bar, everyone is now backing away. Who <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys talking yeah. about? Yeah, they, they go, oh, yeah, they're like, I process. can't escape from work, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I figured, um, uh, I don't know if you guys are anything like me, but um, uh, getting things done is really hard. Um, uh, I have plenty of ideas that I feel like I want to execute on, but um, it's really hard to actually take them and do something with. Um, so for the past year, we've been um, running the magazine, which has had a lot of hurdles, um, a lot of things to organize, uh, uh, a lot of gears turning generally. Um, so I thought it might be useful to uh, just talk through ways to organize projects and get stuff done. And uh, given you all's experience uh, in positions that you've held in uh, theaters, I'm super interested to hear your perspective on how you uh, get things done and we're literally inside of one of your projects yeah right yeah. uh yeah so yeah super well, curious you, you heard our secret. get yourself a new browser <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm changing I'm, I'm changing browsers like once twice a week bro. man like, that's what i'm doing where you get those amazon ebay <laughs> dude i, I, I help find you a guy. yourselves find your own browser <laughs> I, I know a guy. 
Um, yeah, but let's let's give a in. shout out to the magazine um, up top here and kind of um, give a breakdown of what of what it is. Just so as we talk about this stuff, I'm sure a lot of your most recent experience is going to come through the lens of launching that magazine with the team. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, start by saying that it is a hard copy magazine. It's called Ugly Magazine, and it's uh, illustrated. It's, I guess maybe a, a close. Um, Reference point might be like Mad Magazine. Am I right about that? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a illustrated indie comedy magazine um, uh, that we started about a year ago uh, with the team: uh, Molly Lampy, Doug Colbix, Alex Bergman's. This most recent issue, we had Esther, a star. <laughs> sorry, uh, Cohen contributing to the mag. Uh, we had this uh, super talented artist, Justin Lemon, uh, do our cover uh, art. Um, so yeah, uh, basically, um, uh, a quarter. I, I was wondering magazine. if this was you because because this this um, magazine cover for the third issue, which you've labeled as issue eight, <laughs> yes. um, is uh, is pretty close to in your style with sort of like the the like um, disproportionate like skinny arm noodle arm and <laughs> you know goofy shaped body kind of stuff, but it's it's like airbrush or what, what do you call this the uh, style. Uh, 3D. Uh, 3D. Um, yeah, he he knocked it out of the park. Um, uh, yeah, go pay Justin Lemon to make you stuff. Uh, we can we can put a, a link somewhere. Um, uh, but yeah, so um, he absolutely killed that cover. Um, any, I guess what more about the magazine? So uh, next year we're going to be doing four of them. So it'll be a quarterly magazine. Uh, we have monthly subscriptions. We have yearly subscriptions. Um, uh, pretty soon we're going to be coming out with a bunch of new stuff. We're going to start experimenting with uh, merch to see if anybody wants that. Uh, so if that's something you're interested in, we'll be having a new website launch in a couple weeks. Oh, wow. We're working on an NFT project. Uh, I have some technical friends who know about that stuff and uh, I'm just drawing stuff and they're doing all the hard stuff. Um Next year, uh, we're working with some folks that if this uh, some of our merch sales go well, we'll try to produce uh, potentially like a tabletop game. Uh, so a lot of stuff going on and a lot of potential, but um, uh, our main focus is uh, just writing really funny stuff and drawing really funny stuff um, uh, in the magazine. Yeah, that's that's ugly. Sweet, yeah, and I think actually. We've had all now that with you as a guest today, we've had all of the founding members uh, on the show. I think because Alice was on as part mm -hmm. of the Bureau's um, album episode, right? Right. Yeah. Um, you so collected we, them all. We've completed the set. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but okay, cool. So, um, yeah, I guess my question for you getting this conversation about bringing things to life started is. Um, this is obviously a lot of work. It's something that's, that's long-term and you guys as, as uh, a team have a lot of ideas for, um, are, I, I haven't really worked with you on a lot of process before. Are you typically pretty organized and, and the kind of person that knows how to bring your own ideas to life or, or was this kind of like a, a whole new hurdle to, uh, get over? Um, yeah, I think a little bit of, both. I mean, we've had to learn a ton uh, via this process, but I do generally like process and structure. Uh, I thrive in that type of environment. Um, uh, when we're, um, there's like three types of people. Um, 
Uh, oh, ugly swag, yes, please. It's coming. Um, uh, <laughs> in your description, there should be a book linked that's um, uh, called Making Ideas Happen. And they, they describe uh, when you're working on a project with people, uh, there's three different types of people. Uh, there's dreamers who just come up with a ton of ideas, uh, but have a hard time keeping them organized and are constantly alert by the new interesting thing instead of the getting the thing done that they thought of. Uh, there's doers. Those are like the pragmatists uh, that are super focused on purely execution, but they lack that type of imagination to come up with ideas to execute on. Uh, and then in the middle of that, there's incrementalists who are uh, can do a little bit of both uh, depending on what's needed for a project. Um, but those folks tend to uh, start too many projects and can't complete them. I would describe myself as the incrementalist. I kind of jump around between those two things depending on what's needed. Um, but yeah, the, the process of getting um, this project started um, uh, was kind of just a, a, a started very loosely um, as a like, I want to create something that's illustrated that you can hold um, and started pitching it around to people um, that might be interested to do it, which is a great thing to do if you have an idea you don't have to keep it to yourself and worry that someone's going to steal it. Um, they actually get stronger by hearing from people and their feedback and what they think it should be. Um, started organizing a team. Um, wait, 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 can you back up and, and elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah. Uh, like a, a certain type of person, or you think that across the board, um, you don't worry about people stealing your ideas because you should actually thrive off of people's feedback or sharing it with people? Yeah, that's... Um, uh, I think there's a certain power in community. Um, uh, we have a especially tight community in the southeastern Detroit metro area of comedy folks and creative folks who um, all have a lot of ideas and have stuff that they want to get done. And um, the great thing about having all those people around you is that you can utilize them um, and get their feedback to refine your ideas. Um, so I think I think maybe some people have a tendency to want to keep their ideas internal. Uh, that could be uh, stemming from a place of fear. Um, you might be afraid to like put your ideas out there and have them squashed, um, or uh, fear in the way of like I want to do this, so I don't want anybody else to know about it. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I, I think talking about it just a few things. Um, you can hear from people and what they think about the idea, which is important um, to know if you're heading in the right direction, if it's something that people might be interested in. Um, and outside of that, it gives you like a, a commitment. You've told people you might do a thing, um, oh. which is a commitment. Uh, people, the next time you see them, they, they're probably gonna ask you how that project is going. Um, so uh, share your ideas. Uh, yeah, it's only helpful. I agree. I agree. Uh, the only, I'm trying not to be negative, but I, I, I do agree with all these things because you have to hold yourself accountable at the end. Right. And yeah. there is a type of person you tell your ideas and no matter how great the idea is, they're going to shit all over it. Uh, so you just, just keep that in mind. Like <laughs> yeah. I just want to put that caveat in there. Pick, like pick the right people to tell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. There's a the, play that's rap based and about Hamilton. Oh no, don't do it. You'll never get a. No one's gonna watch that shit. I'm like, okay. For sure. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a great point. Uh, I think there could probably be a whole nother uh, friggin' pod on like giving and receiving yeah. feedback and how to handle that. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, but, definitely. But for sure, like uh, I think one of the most important things to keep in mind when you're um, doing a road show with your idea is it's up to you to integrate feedback or not. Absolutely. Um, uh, you can collect all of the building blocks from the people around you and choose which ones to take and choose which ones not to use. Um, and that's totally okay. Um, but yeah, there were, no matter what you will find negative people. Um, yeah. and that's uh, but yeah. Also, when you do find those negative people, let that fuel, fuel you, you know, cause again, <laughs> if you're, if you're the conductor of this train, you gotta, you gotta get it going, man. It's, it's, it, it falls like your motivation falls on you. It shouldn't rely on other people. Yeah. Find totally, some adversaries yeah. for your story, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone needs tons of villains. The point of this conversation <laughs> is I want you guys to make enemies, right? Oh. Go out there and really do some terrible stuff to I people. do have enemies, and they're on another browser right now. <laughs> that's my Those yeah. Firefox fiends. Um, but so, okay, you're shopping this idea around and um, uh, taking feedback and, and, and getting energy from, from um, saying it out loud and uh, – getting people's reactions to it. And then um, uh, that's like the beginning nuggets of, of the idea or, or like the early stages of it. And then where does it go from there? Yeah. Uh, so from there, what I uh, uh, want to do and generally recommend to do is get all of the ideas into like some type of written document. Uh, also as a link in the description uh, is a, a project plan uh, Google Doc uh, template. Uh, that you can use to duplicate uh, if it seems useful to you. Um, but I'll, I'll, uh, oops. I'll uh, pull it up right now and talk through some of the stuff that's in there. Okay, um, screen share. Ooh, yes, I can. Sick. Do you have a do you have a, you're gonna need a new browser or? <laughs> I have to buy a new browser. Oh, I didn't, That's Chrome, gonna be answer for everything. <laughs> Chrome needs permission from StreamYard, so let's skip that right now. I can talk through some of this stuff. Um, so basically, the idea is to have everything organized. Um, uh, for my project, for this uh, particular project, I didn't want it to be just me. I wanted to have a team of people that could complement my skill sets and um, uh, help out with the project. So uh, when you're inviting someone to do something, uh, it's good to be respectful of their time um, and have everything together. Have your idea thought out um, uh, if you're going to ask for a commitment of any sort. Yeah. Uh, so in the, in the document, um, it starts with a summary, have your idea just summarized in like two to three sentences, really short sentences um, to get everyone to know exactly what it is right off the bat. Um, it's good to have a set of goals if you plan to accomplish anything with this um, uh, and asking yourself, what does success look like? Why am I doing this project? Um, having milestones in there. So some type of schedule uh, for how things are gonna get done and by when um, that also, uh, gives an end date, an end date to stuff is good. Asking someone for, uh, an ongoing forever commitment is a very large commitment and leads to a lot of awkwardness down the line. When, uh, someone decides I need to do new things, uh, how do I tell people I don't want to do that anymore? It's tough. Um, yeah. so having a natural end date is helpful. 
having teams and roles, think about how you want people to contribute to your project uh, if you're having more people than just yourself. Um, think through dependencies and constraints. So uh, if you're doing a podcast that requires uh, streaming and talking to people who are in your community, there's a lot of constraints and dependencies within that that you have to figure out. How do we stream? How do we invite people to do this thing? Uh, all of those sorts of things. Uh, budget, there might be money involved. Uh, and if that's the case, uh, that should be outlined pretty clearly. Mm -hmm. um, and then lastly, just a list of inspiration and examples um, uh, to give people a, a bit of context on your mental model. Um, uh, as people are reading through the description, uh, they might be thinking of it in a way that isn't quite what you had in mind, uh, which can be useful. Um, but uh, inspiration and examples gives people uh, a tangible thing to look at that says something like this uh, that gets everyone on the same page. Um, and, oh yes, uh, it, it, at the bottom of it, um, have like some type of agenda put together for a first meeting. So if someone uh, decides to say, yes, I would like to do this, uh, already have the next step ready to go. Um, it might not be a full agenda. It might just be like, let's talk about this thing. Uh, and that's okay. You'll flesh it out as you continue along. Um, but at the very least, make sure there's some, uh, and this is probably like a really important part of all of this, make sure there's some action items uh, that are included in there, like what's going to happen even after this meeting. Um, in general, um, I think I could blabber on forever about how much like meeting sucks, uh, meeting suck and brainstorm sessions really suck. Right. Um, and a lot of that is due to uh, uh, not very good preparation um, and having no outcome. Yeah, uh, or, or just like admitting what you do or don't want to have happen in the meeting, because like, especially when you're when you're organizing your own meeting, you don't have to have it be like a work meeting. You can just be like, you can be like, let's get pizza and beer, uh, yeah. or let's get, let's, let's, we're going to say, we're going to say we're going to meet at nine, but it'll be a soft nine and we'll get bagels and yeah. coffee and we'll just sort of shoot the shit for the first half hour. You can build that yeah. like into whatever is comfortable for you and makes you feel, uh, creative and, and, um, relaxed, uh, relaxed, but productive. Like, yeah, I think, I think people forget that you can design your own meeting and, and like set your own tone. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Solid point. I, I tend to, if you couldn't tell by me uh, having a Google doc ready for this, I tend to approach <laughs> things a little too formally. Sure. Um, so it's always good to have, have that in mind. Like uh, you don't have to approach this like a nine to five, like you can hang out with your friends too. But I think yeah, that's, okay. it, and it's been my experience. People prefer that whoever's in charge is prepared. And cause it's kind of like uh you don't want to come to move, uh, to help your friend move and they haven't packed yet. Like, mm. you know, I, I, I kind of knew what I was getting into, but now this is m so much more. Uh, and it's unfortunate, but none of us really make a living doing improv or these projects. Uh, so it's, it's usually uh, categorized as something extra I'm doing. So yeah. you want your extra thing taking up more time than like your main thing or, you know, uh, or interfering with life. You know, as yeah. it, you know, so yeah, being being organized is important. Like, like I like what you said. Like, telling people what the commitment is and how long that commitment's going to be. 
uh, what to expect when you say yes. Uh, Cause it does two things. It, it, it tells the person, you know, gives the person a chance to really absorb what they're saying yes to, but also holds them accountable because down the road, you can say like, Hey, when I asked you to do this project, you were, you said yes to all these things <laughs> and you didn't do any of them. Uh, and now we're missing, you know, you're, you're, yeah, you're affecting yeah. the project. So, sure. uh, and, and with that, I think it's uh, a good thing to say, uh, given that we're all sharing our perspectives, that the, the big, huge caveat in all of this is uh, that uh, what we're each talking about is things that we've experienced um, yeah. that are personal to us. I think like getting projects done, how you work uh, uh, is a deeply personal pursuit. Everyone has their own way to do it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, any of, uh, what I'm saying, I don't want it to come off as though it's like some sort of, uh, panacea, solve all, uh, solutions to things, um, uh, still learning a ton and trying to figure this out. Um, uh, but yeah, so I think, uh, a good caveat, uh, your mileage may vary on some of these things, but maybe uh, try them out. It might be interesting to, to at least try. Yeah. I, I think maybe what we're all kind of, um, saying as this, as this caveat is that like pe people, whoever you're going to work with and, and for yourself, like you're going to want to get the most out of yeah. what you're doing, what, and whatever it is that you want out of it, it might change. But like, it's one, if you're, if you're kind of like the person behind the helm of trying to get something together, know what you want out of it. And, um, you know, recognize that like, uh, okay, then you want to find people who also want those things out of it. And then, um, chances are that you're, uh, approach or organizational methods will match up with those people. So if you, you know, if you want to get as much out of it, meaning that like you want to, people are like Bob said, I took time out of my life for this. So I want to make sure that we're organized, productive and on topic, then great. But if people, there, there's also going to be people who are like, I want to get things done, but I also want to have fun and like yeah. not be too stuffy out of it. Then that like, that's, that's like, a, a totally different style, but like pretty equal when it comes to like, are you getting everything you want out of it in the process of doing what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, having having stuff ready and organized and thought through, um, like we said a second ago, it's just uh, being respectful of someone being very generous with their time. Uh, like we mm -hmm. said, a lot of these things aren't uh, paid. They're passion projects that we're all working on. Um, uh, so ha having the ducks in a row is, is super useful, uh, um, to figure out if your idea, um, uh, is something you want to work on. Uh, a lot of things have like a honeymoon period when you first think of it as like, man, this <laughs> yeah. idea for, uh, applesauce rodeo, um, is so good. I have to do that sketch. Um, uh, oh, but then after right. a second, you're I like, you really want to make an applesauce rodeo. And I, <laughs> I also thought of a rodeo. Yeah, yeah I, want, I want, I want, man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, so you can fall in love with an idea. And then when you start organizing it and uh, putting it on paper and like trying to plan it out and think it through, um, it might lose its luster. Um, uh, and it's, you can abandon it, and that's totally okay. Uh, so it, it, it works in multiple ways to start uh, being a little more prepared, uh, respecting other people's time uh, and making sure uh, you've done 
your work on your end before asking someone to jump in um, to make sure it's an idea even you want to do, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and so using the magazine as an example, at, w at what point you said that initially you're like, I just want to do something that's illustrated comedy that you can hold. And um, so that's, that's like a much more broad mission. And I think a lot of people, when it comes to bringing ideas to life, kind of struggle with the threshold of, okay, when, when do I have like an idea that's just driving me enough and I don't want to overthink it or overcomplicate it. And when do I have enough to sit down and really fill out this, this form? Because like, I, th I think that writing things down and the brainstorm and getting things on like a spreadsheet or a word doc, I absolutely agree is always a part of my process be leading up to crossing the finish line or bringing a project to fruition. But sometimes I hold off on that stage because I'm just like still driven by this. I don't want, I don't want to try to define it before it's ready to be defined. You know what I mean? So like at, oh. at what point uh, thinking about what your project before it like even had a name, maybe what, po at what point did you sit down to actually do this stage of like writing all this stuff out and deciding whether it had a budget and a, a, a team or a personnel, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a, a uh, basically what we're talking about is like prioritization of your ideas. Uh, some things do need to sit in like uh, what's called a backlog of your ideas. Uh, and it's good to have them categorized as that way. Uh, and think of them as a backlog item. If they're not in the forefront, it's something you want to actively work on. Um, that gives them time, like you said, to uh, let things bake. Uh, in terms of like when it's ready, I think it'll vary a ton. I don't think there's uh, a particular point for the magazine. Um, uh, I got to talking to people pretty early on and needed like a lot of help to define what it was going to be. So that was part of our project plan um, is this needs a lot of definition. We have a couple constraints in mind that I think we can be really creative within. We actually have to figure out like what it's going to be Here's a timeline for it. Um, uh, here's a goal of kind of generally what might be interesting to do. Here's some inspiration uh, in, a, in a first meeting agenda. Um, uh, so yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's tough because uh, like you said, not everything needs to be so formal. Like if you're really hit by an idea and inspired and it's something that you can create right away, I think just make it, make it and put it out there and start getting feedback. Uh, and then you can figure out like, does, is this worth another, uh, any more investment of my time and resources? Um, it's a really quick way to get some feedback from the community that surrounds you. So, so, okay. If I'm understanding you correctly, th the idea of putting things on paper, isn't just for like these things that you're describing are, are is, is not just for one uh, idea when it's ready necessarily. It's for like all your ideas you got on this list. You have, um, ugly magazine and applesauce rodeo. And, you know, high concept sci-fi improv show, right. um, you know, the, 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 you're just making a list of all that stuff and what it would take to get any one of those things done. That's one approach to using these, these organizational documents. Potentially. I don't think every idea has to go through um, such a like uh, rigorous form Uh well, um, I'm just I'm just thinking like like for people who are overwhelmed with like man, there's so many things that I want to do or could do 
that's one application for this is to kind of like put them all on a sheet and then uh, just be like, okay, what's the easiest or what's the most appealing? Um, you know what I mean? And, and then you're like, actually, this one seems like a really great one that I could realistically do. And um, then then maybe you put the others on a back burner and then take that one and start um, uh, elaborating on it or, or building on it more. Yeah, for sure. Um... Uh, something that I've done in the past is called uh, card sorting. Um, sometimes it's nice to put your ideas uh, to a physical thing in front of you. Just take like a bunch of index cards or pieces of paper and write all of your ideas that you're thinking about potentially moving forward with. Uh, and then just start rearranging them and how much you like them. Um, I think that's probably the most important part is just like how much you like this project. That's the thing that's going to carry it forward the most is your passion for it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so tangibility is important. Like, is it possible um, and can potentially kill a project down the line if you, you know, can't afford to buy the camera you just absolutely have to have for whatever reason, right. uh, can't get uh, filming permissions at this location that just it, the video has to have it. Um, uh, but um, that initial like passion of what's the thing that I'd like to spend my time on uh, is really helpful. Um, and uh, if you have a ton of projects already going on uh, and are trying to figure out like, where do I spend my time on? Um, Something that I used to have up in my office uh, before we moved, um, I called it a project wall. Um, I organized everything again in something like tangible and physical, tangible and physical that I could see on the wall into three categories that were, uh, here's everything that's high effort that I'm doing currently that requires my attention daily. Here's everything that's medium effort that requires my attention on a weekly basis uh, and low effort uh, on a monthly basis. Um, and it was really interesting to figure out like, I'm spending a bunch of time, daily energy on stuff that I'm, I don't really care about that much. Um, so taking those down and just reorganizing things was super helpful. Um, seeing if something stayed in low effort for too long and wasn't making any progress and realizing I probably like don't care about it that much. So let's just take it off and just free up that attention. Um, that can be really useful for prioritization if you already have like a ton of stuff going on too. Um, but yeah, it's definitely like a, a challenging thing to figure out which thing I should move forward with um, and figuring out like when to bail on it. Because um, uh, there are yeah. ideas that you're just going to bail on. Uh, cut your losses. Yeah. yeah, cut <laughs> your losses. It's not worth it. Uh, yeah. Get moving. Um I uh, have had plenty of those. I, I made a little list of like uh, my failed ideas. Um, <laughs> for for this to share to share here or just to, to share oh, to nice. share here, um, please. Uh, oh, I, had to, I went through like a bunch of old docs uh, and gathered those up. And these are things that I like, you know, I put effort into and started trying to make a thing. Um, the first one I started this like, uh, a weekly newsletter that you were going to get like a comic every Monday. Mm -hmm. I made a whole, I designed a whole website, launched it, um, did a couple like very low, low, low cost like ads and put it out there. Uh, and then I realized every Monday I was completely dreading uh, having to do it and write something. So not a great project. Um, <laughs> I had this idea for um, this like mix 
of a of a sketch series is going to be like part Bob Ross, uh, part Pappy Land. Do you guys know what Pappy Land is? I do not. Uh, no, it's an old children's television show where uh, oh. uh, uh, a man teaches you to draw. Oh. Um, it's it's uh, very strange. Uh, in Chalk Zone, I was going to like mix all these things together. Uh, I didn't really think through the project enough and how to actually execute it. I was just like, it'd be cool if I was drawing and then we went into the drawing. Um, and I bought like uh, uh, like a backdrop. I bought some like lighting stuff to like start investing in this project and make it happen. Uh, and then I realized, I don't know how to do this at all. This doesn't make <laughs> yeah. any sense to me. And I can't do this project. So I just like have to uh, sell some of these things that I just bought. Um, uh, oh, I have a, uh, an idea for a podcast that I started. I like bought a mic and stuff. Um, that was, uh, uh, it was called Bedtime Stories for My Grandchildren. Um, and the idea was uh, that the beginning of that podcast, um, every time I'd, I'd start by saying, I don't, I don't have any grandchildren and I have no prospects of potentially having grandchildren. So we're just going to make it, we're just going to pretend that I have grandchildren and then I'm talking to them. And while yeah, we're at it, awesome. we're just going to make up a story. So it's just going to ramble on for a half hour um, and abandon that because it was a little too uh, weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. a, little really? too, a little too bizarre. In uh, and, and one last one, I, I was going to make, I made like a LinkedIn comedy persona I wanted to like go on LinkedIn and make fun of white collar people and their jobs. Um, <laughs> troll on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna sh I was gonna shit post all over LinkedIn. <laughs> wow. um, and I made the whole account. I like took pictures of myself in like a crappy suit. What um, was the name on the account? Um. Oh God, what was it? Uh, something something Garrett Munch. <laughs> yes yes um awesome. and yeah i had to abandon that and in fact someone sent me an email uh through the the one i set it up on the account um and like it was had a very threatening aura to it uh because i put i think uh someone got maybe offended that i put that i had experience at all these companies because i wanted people to think the profile was legitimate um which is probably breaking some laws of some sort um, and it, it said like, I don't know what you're up to, but I'm watching you. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that could be a fan. Yeah. So that was a deterrent. Yeah, uh, sometimes how you read it. Like, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm watching you. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So if you get any like threatening emails, uh, people upset at you, that could be a possible reason to, uh, not want to continue that project. Uh, yeah. but yeah, all of this to say, um, uh, ideas don't work a lot. Um, uh, so it's also okay to like, not be super hard on yourself. Um, I think it's easy to like, uh, want to be productive all of the time and constantly churning out stuff. And if you're not, um, uh, that makes you a worse person. If you're driving your value based on how much stuff you're able to output, um, so a lot of things won't work um, and that's okay. Uh, you can bail on them and, and start something new uh, that you find to be more passionate about. Um, and that's a whole, that's a whole caveat to all this stuff too. Anytime we're talking about like um, uh, productivity um, 
is um, th there's a value in taking a second before you're jumping into all these uh, projects and checking in with yourself um, uh, and making sure if you're at a position where like you need help, um, uh, if you need therapy or, or anything like that, if you have a mental health situation, um, none of these things are going to uh, be fixers for a literal like chemical imbalance in your brain. Um, so if you're really beating yourself up about this stuff um, and you're also in that type of situation, you got to like back off a little bit and get yourself into the right mindset to be able to actually do projects and get stuff done. Like that's step one before any of this stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, um, my input on, on all this uh, has changed uh, pretty substantially from last year to this year because I've hit like a reset button on like my career trajectory and, um, you know, like it, uh, I, honestly, I look back and I'm like amazed at how much I was able to be uh, productive um, with I've never been like well off or like financially very stable or like in a in a strong like health routine or anything. So like, um, it's amazing to me that that I uh, have had so much fuel to uh, burn in the past. Because like right now I'm like I changed uh, career trajectory uh, at the be end end of last year, beginning of this year, um, and it's just taken me so long like up to this point to kind of get some some stability. Um, and even then I'm like there's like next steps and just like getting the, the a new job, leaving an old job at the same time that I'm starting a new one. And then like um, just trying to maximize what the new job has to offer. And um, and then I'm I, I, like at the end of last year, I pushed pause on like all my creative projects. The the holiday album that we did with uh, Go Comedy was the last thing that I, I did. And I was like, after this, I'm like done until I figure out like my job. Um, mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, you absolutely got to take care of like your Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And um, right now I'm like trying to prioritize again, just like getting into a routine with uh, my uh, work and uh, starting to try to exercise. And th these are like goals that have been like, I I've been wanting to like work into my creative stuff for so long but I've had this big shakeup and now it's like, okay, cool. I, since I took a break from the creative stuff, now I gotta, I'm gonna take a whole different approach and take care of like my my personal needs. Uh, and then eventually I'll work back in the, the original creative stuff. Um, and so the, it's, it's definitely like, it just made me think about things. And I can't even like imagine having like kids or like a, a serious illness or injury right now, like, uh, and there are people that are are uh, you know twice as productive as I am uh, that have um, some or all of those things going on, and it just amazes me. Um, and uh, I can no longer fathom the, the mode that I used to be in, in in like my my previous life. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's so much stuff. Um... Yeah, it's uh, me and Bob were talking about this when we were uh, uh, before the the stream started. Is um, now that things are starting to feel closer to normal, <clears throat> um, uh, hopefully nearing the end of the pandemic soon. I hope um, it's really tough to find a balance again. I think uh, a lot of people, everything just like stalled out immediately. A lot of their creative endeavors. Um, 
So I think uh, a lot of the people I've talked to are, are going through like a, a sort of a reset on how they approach where they're spending their time, which is really interesting to hear about. Um, and ultimately, um, uh, yeah, you got to take care of yourself. Um, and it's been, uh, it's been interesting trying to find that again, myself, uh, the theaters are starting to open back up. I haven't done any shows yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, starting to be able to spend time with friends and family, uh, in person. Um, uh, so it's been, it's been a, a real challenge to, uh, figure out where that balance is again of, yeah. uh, where's, how do I, how do I, uh, uh, create in a way that's healthy, which I'm not great at. I'm like working on it a lot. Um, while still maintaining a life and the things that uh, make me happy and are, are good structure for me. Um, but yeah, balance, yeah, balance is super hard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, and I'll, this doesn't really pertain to what we were just talking about, but I, it got me thinking about, you know, we were talking about uh, organizing yourself, taking care of yourself. Uh, and absolutely you should take care of yourself because a you're a human uh, and B, it's just the right thing to do. But also there's that C, like when you're taking care of yourself, it, most likely you're going to be someone that someone wants to work with. You know, if because I've been part of uh, a couple of projects uh, where the person in charge, you know, just uh, two hands on or, you know, just wasn't pleasant to work with. And it really takes the air out of the sails when it's like, this is not even my job, you know, <laughs> this is more of a, a favor that, and the benefit it's supposed to be fun or uh, like, or a feeling of uh, accomplishment because we, we made created something. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of like playing with the, it's kind of like the rich kid who has all the good toys, but is a total prick. So you don't want to go over to his house anyways, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's a, a, a great point. Um, and something that, uh, comes into like the executing a project, which is kind of like yeah. on the timeline where we're at, we've talked about a lot of the, the things leading up to that. Um, so the the actual execution of the project, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, don't be mean. <laughs> That's my most important <laughs> advice, stop being mean. Um, uh, but yeah, giving people, you're working with uh, other human beings um, who have ideas uh, and are passionate about what they do. Um, uh, and they have inputs that are going to change the idea that are going to make it better. Uh, so you also have to be open to that. I've heard of a lot of people getting into projects where uh, everything was kind of set in stone, um, which can be useful for certain type of things and certain types of people. Um, but I know there's there's been uh, uh, situations, even ones that I've been in as well, uh, where there isn't much wiggle room. I can't like have my ideas presented in uh, heard and, and possibly integrated. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, if you're the steward, um, that's all you are. You're kind of, uh, steering the ship for a little bit. Um, but everyone else around you is also working to move the ship. Uh, so you're going to trade off roles. Different people are going to fill different responsibilities, uh, and change the direction of the ship too. Uh, and that's how it, I, I think that's how it ought to be, you know? Absolutely. I mean, that's what we do as improvisers, right? We we introduce an idea and then it becomes creation by committee. Uh, 
I don't know why I said yeah. it the way. That's what we do, kids. <laughs> That's the magic. <laughs> you should have saved that for like 12 minutes from now. That's oh, the perfect ending line. I, perfect I ending. It. Now we have to end. Yeah, so um, w- w- but, but let's come back to Sean. Do you have are there additional things on the, on this these uh, resources that we're linking to that uh, you wanted to cover or talk about how you make use of or um, uh, was, was, does that pretty much cap it off? I think that pretty much caps it off. Uh, I mean, if anybody finds this useful and actually uses it, and there's any part of it that's like confusing or weird or you think uh, could be better, uh, just let me know because I'm trying to use this. Um, for most of my projects, at least one that that like require a little more formal upfront uh, planning. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like a, a lot of this is just um, making sure everyone's on the same page. And uh, if you have an idea in mind, even if it's a little vague, at least uh, create some guardrails around it so people understand what you're kind of trying to pull off. Um, and you can literally say in the doc, uh, this still needs definition or this part of it is in progress. And I'd like to get your opinions to figure this part of it out. Um, that was uh, our first meeting for the magazine was very much like uh, literally sitting down and saying, what is this going to be? Um, and we brainstormed a bunch uh, and took um, actions outside of it, came up with ideas for uh, what different pages could be, how we could approach um the tone of the magazine and how uh, the intersection of all our sensibilities is going to work together. Um, uh, so yeah, um, uh, it's great to have to, to, to be prepared. Um, but uh, it's also okay to like have your collaborators help you figure these things out too. Yeah, definitely. I, I think um, I was watching, I think it was a documentary about um, Mike Nichols. And uh, who is, um, if you don't know Mike Nichols, he's uh, part of like the old school um, Second City, um, Nichols and May, uh, you know, did their like sketch routine as a duo back in like the 50s or 60s or whenever they did it, 70s, 80s, yeah. 90s, 2000s, 2040. Well, They're still going. Black and white photo <laughs> time. Um, but uh Anyway, he was invited to by somebody to film a movie. Might have been The Graduate, um, or whatever his first movie was. He got invited to do it, and he's like, "I don't know. How, I don't know anything about directing film." And they were like, "But you don't need to. You're a director. We'll get you somebody to run a camera." <laughs> like, um, and and that like clicked to me. Obviously, we're not all Mike Nichols. He had already had like a like a pretty um, illustrious career. Uh, up until that point so to to you're not going to just jump into directing a feature film but like you should the, the lesson that i took away from it was like oh duh you don't have to have all the skill sets or know how that that are needed in order to get a pro do a project you just have to have the team that has all the necessary components and that really changed my way of thinking about like the possibility of getting things done and, and how to is, is, is like uh, rely on other people more for like doing something that you don't know how to do. Yeah, totally. It's a, a great way to think about it. If you're uh, planning to form any sort of T 
team. Um, it's it's nice to be aware of your own shortcomings and stuff that uh, you can't do um, or maybe you don't want to do. Um, uh, and if you know people who uh, uh, can and want to, uh, that's a great collaborator. Um, I think uh, that's probably worth um, uh, getting into as well as like the, the dynamics of a team are also like tough. Uh, it's like interpersonal. So no matter what, it's like a little bit messy. Uh, we're all humans. Um, uh, so uh, creating an environment um, uh, where as a team, you can keep the dynamic uh, strong and collaborative while allowing for people to uh, disagree and have dissent and not want to do something and keeping it respectful uh, is uh, always really hard. Yeah. Um, uh, and that's something to keep in mind as you form a team too. Uh, are these people who you can be honest with? Um, is it someone who uh, there's sometimes where I, I, I look at some people who I, uh, really admire that are around me. And I think like, could I, could I really do a project with them? I don't think I would like try too hard to impress them and just say yes to all their ideas, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, not to say that I don't admire the people that are uh, currently working on the projects with me. Way funnier than me. They're incredible. The most beautiful. You hear that Bergman? talking at you. <laughs> <laughs> I love my Berg's boy. Happy birthday, Bergman's. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, is it birthday today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so uh, I we I've gotten really close to all the people that I've I've worked with uh, uh, that I'm currently working with on on the magazine. Um, and when I was kind of floating the idea of possibly doing it, um, uh, they were pretty clear people who I wanted to work with that I knew we could um, talk about things in a way that was respectful and honest and. Uh, have a lot of fun, of course. Um, uh, but also when, when things get hard, if you're in a longer term project, um, uh, having the ability to disagree is really important. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and then, and then I, I feel like, uh, the topic here wouldn't be complete without talking about how to keep a project going once you do bring it to life. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we talked. We were talking a little bit about uh, before we started the stream how once you get something up and running, a, a lot of it is. What, what did you? What did you? What was the phrasing you used, Sean? You were, you were like a lot of tedious stewardship or something like that. Uh, yeah. Ar arduous stewardship. Yeah. yeah. It's not. Uh, it's not the romantic, fun idea as much anymore. <laughs> it becomes very uh, challenging and difficult. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, so you how, how do you keep building on it? Like you, ha you have you have all the right people on your team, um, uh, and uh, and honestly, like I would love to have an ugly magazine episode with with the uh, four of you guys on, um, and talk about what each of you are bringing to the table and everything, and, and what makes the interpersonal side of it um, work or the challenges and stuff but but just let's assume that like you you have a team that you need to get it started because you because you did in the in the case of ugly magazine um and then like what have you guys done to then like reorganize and be like okay we have this and how can we build on it and um yeah keep all the things that got you to the launch and then 
look at the next steps. Yeah, uh, we uh, we were um, even planning to have it as an ongoing thing in the beginning. Oh, really? Um, it was it was going to be a one off um, uh, thing that had a clear like end to it. Um, uh, so it was it was it it kind of uh, at least in this example happened uh, naturally. Um, our whole goal for the project was just to get it done. Um, we had all been a part of enough projects that we were excited about that um, uh, that just never quite happened. Um, that our whole thing was like, we have to just complete it. it we have to, uh, no matter what it is, how we feel about it, it's done and we made it. Um, and we started, uh, so we had like um, a, a chunk of them that we got printed that we said, we're just gonna give them away for free and see what people think about it. And then we'll have this like um, relic of a project uh, that's a physical thing that's kind of cool. Um, but once we got it out there, we started getting some good feedback and people seemed to like it. Um, that's uh, usually a good sign that you're um, doing something that uh, maybe you can continue on with. Um, and uh, from from there, um, uh, we started running some like, uh, uh, again, some like very cheap like Facebook ads to see if uh, people who were outside of our circle, if strangers were interested in it too, uh, which I think is a, a big test for any project. Yeah. Um, and that seemed to go well. Um, so at this point, we're kind of, um, uh, we've, we've accidentally formed a small business. Um, <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, so, and, yeah. and are you, 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 what are your commitments as, as a group? You have regular meetings or, uh, you've kind of reapproached with the same documents or, or organizational tools to be like, okay, how are we going to, um, put new titles on things or do you, you kind of be like, okay, we're all kind of in charge because it's small and early enough to um, keep it a little bit uh, fluid. Yeah. Um, uh, I think, it, I think it is pretty fluid. Um, excuse me. We obviously, we have roles, you know, like I, I draw everything in the magazine. That was something uh, that was important to me as a constraint for the project. Uh, Mad magazine is great. National Lampoons is great. All of these, uh, um, cartoon magazines uh, that have been out there and have been successful um, are all excellent. Uh, the, the part that um, we want to do differently uh, was to make sure it's all coming from like a, a clear point of view, from a single point of view, mm -hmm. um, which we think is really important for any uh, uh, comedy related material um, in a really easy way to make it feel that way is visually for it to feel consistent in the same throughout. Um, uh, outside of that, uh, uh, Bergs and Molly Wright, they've also both taken on responsibilities outside of that, uh, just because stuff needs to get done and we're all trying to help out. Uh, Doug uh, works as the editor, so he kind of, uh, at the end of the day, is selecting what we want to put into it, what we want to leave out, what things we should rewrite. Um, uh, and yes, yeah, so that's that's how they work right now. It's, it's constantly evolving. We... Um, uh, are trying to figure out process and, and ways to make it smooth. We had a, a guest writer for this issue, um, uh, uh, Estar, who uh, killed it. She wrote us so much great stuff that we love. 
Um, our process for it wasn't great. So we have like a lot of improvements to make there of how do we like invite people to join us on this thing um, in a way that um, they're feeling good about the work that's being put out um, and it makes it really easy on them. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, the way we've set it up, uh, literally we have like a, we've registered a business, which is kind of crazy. Oh, wow. yeah, We're all, awesome. yeah, Molly's been uh, the steward of, uh, of a bunch of business stuff that's like uh, unnecessarily complex um, uh, and really hard to get through. So we just got a bank account, uh, all this other stuff. Uh, we, we're splitting everything, 25%. Uh, everyone has an equal um, uh, share of ownership over the magazine. Um, but yeah, that that is the way uh, things are things are currently set up. Well, and then what about like um, just the, the the delegation between like um, I don't know things like marketing and things like um, you you gotta like you gotta like look forward to the stuff that hasn't even is in like pre production right you, you you haven't started writing whatever next yeah. issue but you also got to be promoting the one that just came out. And like, yeah. so how do you kind of deal with that cycle organizationally to make sure that you're um, not in a tailspin? <laughs> God, uh, uh, trying to figure that out for sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's really hard. It's so much stuff to balance. Uh, we talk about this all the time, but um, we all have like a limited set of time um, yeah. uh, to put towards this project. Yeah. Uh, we all have to like, go have a stupid job somewhere and not have be able to work on the magazine all day. Um, uh, so it could be tough to, to commit a lot of time um, to make sure all of those things are like exactly right. And uh, the dials are tweaked just to right where, right where we need them. Um, so what, what we usually do, um, we have a, a couple months of writer's rooms that we do on a weekly basis. Um, uh, those usually have some sort of, uh, assignment that everybody has from a previous meeting or where we uh, decide we're going to start with the writing. Uh, everyone brings their ideas. We have uh, just a bunch of pitches. Um, and then we put it all in a Google Doc and come back to it later and decide what we want to move forward with and uh, edit. What we're going to try to do in this next issue is a little bit different. Um, we're going to try to create a whole page or multiple pages in one sitting and mm -hmm. see how that goes. Um, one of the things that's really a challenge is uh, the process is kind of like a, uh, a waterfall, a handoff from one uh, set of processes to another. And we want to make them um, uh, coexist. So the drawing and the writing, we want to make them happening all at the same time. Um, so that way it's, <clears throat> we can get it out on time. We've been having a hard time, like, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, getting them to people when we, uh, when we want, when we want to. Um, just because there's a ton of stuff to draw. Uh, so we want to start that process earlier. So we're working on that. All the marketing stuff is uh, basically like, let's do our best. Uh, we have um, our uh, Instagram set up to just like auto post stuff. We get a notification and we can just post it right away. Um, and that's really where we do most of the marketing. Um, uh, the ads that we had running that we've stopped for a little while um, are pretty much just templates, um, that we throw together really quick, uh, and put them up on Facebook. But yeah, um, 
definitely a lot of like work to do in that realm and, and getting all these different pieces uh, of, a, of a small business um, uh, running in a way that we like and that could potentially lead to uh, um, future opportunities or um, things like that. Uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> a lot of it is uh, just just trying our best, man. Yeah, That's well, wild. you know, you can only do. Uh, you can. I like just the idea of like do as much as we can, do as, the best we can, mm -hmm. um, and uh, your best shot at that is definitely keeping organized and starting organized. You know, it it all kind of comes back to like you have your best shot at being organized if you start organized, and you have your best shot at building on the things you do if you are organized. So like, yeah, you just can't take for granted how much, um, how useful just getting things on paper or having meetings and conversations and, and a, a structure to things can be to uh, building something as um, layered uh, as, as a magazine. Cause I mean, you, you guys got like distribution and mailing and <laughs> like customer <laughs> lists that you got to maintain too. And that's like all, you know, yeah. there's so many things that we didn't even touch on that that go into, like, I mean, finding the right printer and uh, how to select, like, a cover that will take this kind of ink or render this kind of image the, yeah, the, yeah. In the, with the right color you want it to be, you know? <laughs> like, I, uh, but but you, you can't even get to that point with all the, like, nice little details um, if you don't start in a way that's um, somewhat organized or, or at least with the, uh, whatever your intention is behind it, um, a, a big declaration of how you're gonna run the operation. Yeah, so, oh, sorry, go ahead, Bob. Uh, and this is such a great story of, I just wanted to make something funny that you can hold. Yeah. And next thing I know, just by, you know, chipping away at that idea, we have a small business now, you know? Yeah, it's, and, it's and taking all the small steps and, get, and, and just approaching each hurdle as, as what it is, and then as a group taking care of that, uh, it says a lot, man, and that's awesome. Yeah, we're uh, super excited. It's definitely a wormhole of uh, logistics. Um, uh, and to get back to um, uh, the idea of like just doing your best, um, I feel like uh, that's a great way to approach most stuff, obviously, uh, but having confidence that your best is um, – going to be pretty good compared to a lot of stuff that's out there. There's so much stuff that uh, exists that gets investment and resources. Um, that's like, it's like not good. Um, <laughs> so you can at least do better than like not good, you know, uh, just, having, just having faith in your ability to put a deadline on something and say, I put all my effort into it that I could, and I can't tweak this anymore. Uh, I can't work on this anymore. Uh, um, and this is what it is. And I have faith in the amount of hours that I put into this. It's at least not bad, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a hard hurdle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, well, I, I think that's, a, that's a, a good point to, um, wrap up the conversation and it's been a really great one. I think that's such a great topic. Um, and I really appreciate you sharing the resources uh, for organization because, um, you know, starting that stuff from scratch uh, is is its own challenge for a lot of people. I know um, I, I my it's, I relate to you a lot in the way that you're talking um, and just being able to, to take a, a blank spreadsheet or 
um, document, or this is actually a, a big blank whiteboard behind this uh, backdrop here. Um, I my brain works that way uh, from from a blank sheet, but a lot of people just could like things open up so much more if they just have a starting point um, with a with a template or outline to start uh, plugging some ideas into. So um, very cool of you to share those resources and point people in the right direction. Totally, yeah, I hope it's useful. Um, uh, like I said, it's certainly not any type of uh, solution to every problem or a, a, uh, anything like that, but um, it could be a, an interesting start that you can kind of uh, adjust as you go along and figure out what works better for you personally. Um, uh, this is just a thing that I've used uh, that um, is helpful for me. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, for anybody who's listening to this, if, if you, uh, I love talking about this stuff. So if you have any ideas about how to do process stuff better, I'm, I'm the uh, person at the bar that no one will sit by and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one wants to talk about process, come on. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, but I'm watching. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we had a great time talking to you about process, Sean. So uh, again, thanks for joining. Obviously, uh, we want to promote Ugly Magazine. Is there anything else that uh, you want to um, give a plug for while, while we have you? No, I don't think so. Um, yeah, uh, go check out the magazine. Uh, yeah. We have a bunch of stuff launching in the next couple months. It's a really exciting time for us. So um yeah go uh, buy it please <laughs> sweet well said go buy yes. it please <laughs> um and uh for our listeners again we are the improv network podcast um on the facebook group page for the improv network i'm, I'm realizing now that like we've had we've had some really uh great comments throughout here but uh maybe one of the trade-offs of streaming into the group is that it's not a public group or, or maybe it is, but either way, we're, yeah. I'm seeing everybody listed as, as Facebook, Facebook user. user. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, whoever put this comment of fun versus quality being the constant battle of passion, creative projects um, that have to balance, uh, I, I think that does pretty much sum things up um, in my mind is like, if you can, if you can teeter that, if you can keep things fun while you're working and keeping organized, then uh, you'll go a long way, but it's always the hardest thing. Uh, and I apologize for not being able to shout you up by name. <laughs> but anyway, <Awesome>. uh, <laughs> also check us out on YouTube under Improv FAQ. And uh, we appreciate you joining and all your comments. We will catch you next time on the Improv Network podcast. Bye. Bye.